Okay, so uh, welcome to episode six of This Week in Telno Digital. Uh, today it's Monday uh, 16th of January 2017, and the weather here at Fornebu is uh, nice. It's sunny, it's cold, there's no snow. We all would like to have more snow, but we don't. And uh, today our guest is... Uh, Sorry, no. Yeah, I'll we can. To, uh, I need to introduce myself. <laughs> well, you can. Uh, yeah. Yes. And I'm your host. Your <laughs> <laughs> host. And here's my co-host. Yes, Oshin Zimmerman. Good. Well, uh, well, it's really good today. Uh, we have Mari Grini. Am I saying that right? Yes, yes, yeah, great I, I think so. Yeah, from um, Telenor Digital. You're the. I'm the business security officer of Telenor Digital. Exactly. Great. It's going to be really interesting. Um, but uh, before we jump into this. I mean, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you came from? What did you do before you came here? Yeah. What kind of education do you yeah. have, if any? Yeah, <laughs> actually, before I came here, um, I was in banking. So oh, yeah. I was uh, managing security, IT security mm -hmm. in um, one of the banks in Norway. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was doing like uh, guarding the money against the Trojan attacks and uh, DDoS attacks and all types of attacks on the web. Yeah. And that was really interesting. And um, we had a lot of collaboration between the banks. And uh, yeah, it was it was great times actually. But um, from education, I was educated at Norwegian University of Science and Technology, so I'm a kind of a technologist from background. But um, during my career, I found out I would like to know more about why are people so opposed to security. So because of that, I wanted to understand more from the business side. So I did a course in Norwegian Business School, where I kind of dived into innovation as a subject and also the, the stra business strat strat so strategy. So you security through innovation. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah, unusual. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, there are so more then. people coming from a military background <laughs> from yeah. that background, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so and then I was like, uh, these two combinations, they were like kind of perfect for Telno Digital. So yeah. in uh, mm -hmm. Telno Digital, I can combine these two aspects. And that was why, I guess, how I ended up actually here. Great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long have you been here now? Since? I am one of the veterans. I've been there like for two years or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was weird. We had this meeting before <laughs> Christmas, and how many were we? Were like yeah. 200 or something? Yeah. And uh, everyone who had been there for less than a year raised their hand. <laughs> and it was, yeah, and a lot of people. Uh, basically, half or more. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was weird. That's so. the way it goes. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, our topic today is to um, unpack security, unpacking security. Yeah. Because um, security is a really huge topic and also yeah. a little bit impenetrable. I mean, it has to do with security, it has to do with secrets, it has to do with privacy, it has to do with EU legislation, it has to be do with national security. And I'm sure that this could be made a lot longer. And all of these are just headlines. And there are lots of things to say about every one of them. Yes, absolutely. So when you get me started, then I could <laughs> talk yeah. for eternity about the security part. Yeah, so, so I guess we'll try to keep it a little bit strict, because otherwise, mm. it will just get out of hand. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we can have another podcast about any of these subtopics. Yeah. And I hope we will. <laughs> Uh, but let us just start by, could you say anyth something about, say, um, 
security, privacy in relationship to products that we produce? Let's just start yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so one thing that we can say, at least from my perspective, is that security, it's a lot about um, how <laughs> we deal with our customers and to create trust with our customers and with our stakeholders, the people we are collaborating with. And of course, it relates a lot to privacy because, you know, um, in the end, our customers, they care about how we deal with their personal information and how we kind of do that in a professional way. And uh, for example, from uh, some of the breaches that we have seen, one of the things that we see is really, really bad for their reputation is when the breach um, disclosed that the business has not being really professional when it comes to securing the um, the, the customer data. And so yeah. Can you give me an example of that? Because I think yeah, you know, we uh, yeah, I think that the Yahoo breach was one example because you saw that they used outdated algorithms to secure the passwords of their users. Mm. And then when they are they are you know all businesses nowadays yeah I mean you every profession even professional businesses can have a breach these days because the threat scene is so. Um, yes, it's it's yeah. so dynamic. Yeah. So uh, I think that is not the worst part of it, but it's when when the breach happens and it shows that the, the business has not done what it should to secure the data that you actually trusted them with your information, and they were mm. kind of uh, careless about how to so, so secure the breach, that. The breach doesn't really just reveal customer data; it also oh. reveals a lot about the organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And that is uh, where we should be mm. on our toes, I think, and to yeah. show that we are not these sloppy ba mm -hmm. uh, bastards who uh, don't uh, care about our customers. And, th and, and that brings me to your question, because one of the areas that I uh, find interesting about this is because there's uh, some people, and you can say that it begins with the law, mm. as in the law gives direction to what yeah, security you, you, means. You cannot yeah. break the law. Exactly, mm. right? But that's actually more like um, necessary, but not sufficient, right, in a sense. Mm. So how, how, do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I think that actually today, uh, especially privacy laws, they are becoming increasingly stringent. And because of that, uh, to be at the level that they require, we actually have to put a lot of effort into it. But um, I also think that it's very important that all the different businesses think about what is their actual business? What are they going to do in the marketplace? And how can support security support those business goals? For example, a business that is going to expand a lot, for example, like, like us in digital. We need to have a setup that allows us to expand while we're keeping the risk. And because of that, actually, cloud services is one of the enabling uh, technologies that can allow us to do, do so, because you can set up a service in the cloud and it can grow quite fast and it can keep the security um, in place while expanding a lot. So you need to look at that. For example, another part of Telenor might not um, be able to have all the, their stuff in the cloud because they are perhaps supporting other business goals. So I think that this is one of the things that you really should consider. What What is the purpose of security in the business that you are supporting? Mm -hmm. Right. I'm not sure I fully understand this, but we're... Yeah. Um, but I, I'm going to ask another question before yeah. I get back to yeah. that one. Uh, so, legislation is uh, not uniform. Mm. It is different across the world. Yeah. 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 So, what we have here, Telenor Studios and uh, Scandinavia, is pretty much the same, although there are differences. Mm. But what we have here in Europe mm. is quite different from the rules in, uh, in, uh, in Asia. Mm. So, 
how do you make services that are robust with respect to security, privacy, and yeah, mm. uh, that are also globally um, applicable? Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, it's it's. I think that uh, it comes down to understanding first and foremost the regulatory landscape that we are. Um, moving in and I think that we have done quite some progress in this area now in Telenor for example we are trying to um, more systematically understand the legal landscape and um, for the European regulation with regards to privacy that's pretty <coughs> strict so if we fulfill that we can deliver the same service around the world and mostly be compliant with all privacy regulations. It's, so it's interesting because we, we keep on coming back to privacy versus security yeah. as a um, as a headline, right? And it seems to me that, uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but privacy is more driven from the consumer, what the consumer wants, privacy. Security might actually be more of a reputational risk for us. We cannot, we won't stay in business too long if we're unsecure. How does that uh, does that chime in with what you think and Bjorn as well? You've you've written a lot about this here too, so. Yeah, I know. I I don't really think so. Actually, I think that security is. Um, it depends on what security is. If it is business, the business is the security. Mm -hmm. Our survi uh, the survivability of our business are kind of securing our values. Mm -hmm. Then that is something different than privacy. So then we might describe it as business security, for example, mm -hmm. like, like our department. But on the other hand, um, security is also there to protect the personal data of our customers. Mm -hmm. And security could be there to protect, protect nation states. That's so okay. security could be there for different purposes. And all, all of these purposes, you, you, you should have a balanced view on how you actually address this. And uh, in the end, for Telenor, it's a little bit about how Telenor as a business address security and how we um, make use of different security mechanisms for different purposes. Mm. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> this is actually one of my pet themes, because uh, if you uh, try to uh, comply to everything mm. all the time, everywhere, yeah. then you end up being really strict yeah. and not necessarily very efficient. That's true. Uh, say, say for uh, concretely that you apply the same types of uh, security rules for uh, uh, a football team as mm. you do to um, the prime minister, mm. then probably the football team is getting too much and the prime minister is getting maybe even not enough. Yeah. And But everyone has to pay for this really uh, stringent set of rules. So I, I think yeah. that, that is probably not in general efficient to have a single set of no, rules? No, really, that's, uh, that is also my uh, my view on this. And also that uh, we are exploring this topic in digital, actually, also with regards to the size of the team. For example, that we can, we are looking how to systemize um, the security and put growing efforts into security as the um, uh, product grows. So we are working on that together with Lisa Long, who is working on seeing how we can uh, do a more systemized um, product innovation pipeline. Mm. And that is a quite interesting topic. And of course, for example, credit card data that we have in, in our setup, they, we can't use the same measures to protect all our services as we use to protect the credit card environment, for example. So these are, it's, it's quite important that we are looking at what do we pro uh, protect. That is very important. I agree with you. Yeah. Um. It's an interesting whole thing because, uh, like, for me, it's very important that as Telenor we understand that there's lots of different um, 
things that we need to be concerned with. We we already had a podcast on privacy and what that means mm. as a if you're building a product and then security. Um, and it seems to me that uh, this is part of a nascent effort. It wasn't, or at least I haven't been here that long, but mm. it seems to be relatively new. Mm. And I'm just wondering, like, how do people receive this? Well, if you go to a team now and you say, hey, guys, we're going to talk about security, how do they react? Yeah, so it is a little bit uh, different because, you know, for example, in Telnor Digital, I think I can say that uh, almost all engineers are very much interested in security. So <coughs> I can go to any engineer and they are quite enthusiastic about the topic, actually. But uh, the problem is coming often from the conflicting needs that a team or the um, you have conflicting goals. Mm. And when you have conflicting goals, then you need to prioritize. So if you should do security or should you do another feature, uh, it's more of these things. So I never perceive that anyone doesn't want to do security. It's more that they have so many requirements upon them mm. and they need to prioritize. And then sometimes security is not the winning one. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah, I, I, yeah. As an engineer, I can subscribe to that. Yeah. Uh, but also, I would actually like to give uh, Maria a little bit of credit here because uh, um, security can be extremely annoying, uh, and it also uh, and one of the reasons is that uh, if you say, "Well, you need to do it this way because security," and if don't, if not, then you're not permitted to make anything. So it's my way or no way. The highway, yeah. And that basically doesn't work, and it doesn't work for the simple reason that, uh, oh yeah, we'll do what you say, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then and, and then you just, just <laughs> yeah. walk around it. Yeah. So it's much better to have uh, real engagement mm. and do a real prioritization openly because you have to do it anyway, mm -hmm. and make sure that the things that really needs to be protected actually are in in a sensible way. Exactly. Yeah. And we touched on this a little bit uh, before we began, but it's so important, I think, that the people inside the organization. It's no point in building a really good firewall outside the organization if you don't have a good understanding and a control over the process within the organization so if the ball is breached that the person inside or if you compromise someone inside that they that's they their colleagues at least are able to uh literally segment the problem and keep it isolated that's yeah. an interesting one i don't know how to fix yeah. it but uh yeah i think that it's all about knowledge building as well because we, we Sometimes security people talk about security awareness. For me, I like actually to talk about security knowledge building because it's yeah. a lot about how to build secure, build knowledge. I mean, all of us should have some knowledge about security. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, and, and also it is dependent on scale mm -hmm. and and also the the type of services, so mm -hmm. the, the types of customers and services you have. Yeah, yeah that's and true. If you want to do, you mean, I mean, rampant innovation, <laughs> where you just try lots of stuff, yep. you really shouldn't do that with the prime minister's phone. No, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but at some point, you may have to deal with that. And um, uh, the fact that you sh really should try to keep this a little bit separate, so yep. you don't have to apply all force all the time. That, mm. that yeah, yeah I think that is what we call proportionality in security. You should look at what you are trying to achieve and then you should apply a proportional security that mm. to that uh, problem, actually. Mm. Yeah. So that is, uh, that is known to be the best practice in security. Good. Well, I mean, I think we've... Uh We've hit 15 minutes plus. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, <laughs> just like that. Um, yeah, I think this is a really good introduction, right? Because we, we, we've talked about privacy now a little bit in the previous episode. Now we've got uh, security. But is there any other headline topic you want to hammer home 
before we wrap this up because oh. we can always come back yeah yeah security is one of the most interesting topics uh, i would say so Definitely, I love to come back and talk mm -hmm. to deep dive into one of those big questions uh, yeah. about demo democracy, national security, human rights, and uh, all of these uh, yeah. big, big yeah. topics. But, but it's real. It was yeah, a great yeah, introduction. Yeah. And it's but getting more real by the day. Uh, I think but this was a great <laughs> introduction, and we'll thank you a lot for having me. No, no, thank you. You're very welcome. <laughs> okay, so thank you so much for listening to this week in uh, Digital. Yeah, great. Yeah.